Right now, young voters seem to be the biggest problem for Biden's campaign, which is tough, because compared to him, everyone is a young voter. You know, so that's the problem. That's an age joke. You know, now that Obama has given them all the green light to dump all over Biden, it's time to dump all over Biden because he's got to go. The Democrat Party has decided, we got James Carville, he's decided Biden has to go. Obama, who is to them a substitute god, has made it clear that it's time for Biden to go because the Democrat Democrats might lose power. And they will not sit still for that. They might have to loot your home and your business. Burn your car. You know, the usual left-wing stuff. Well, happy Tuesday and, uh, and welcome. Again, the New York Times today. With the, uh, the Jimmy Fallon joke in the New York Times headline, how much is Biden's support of Israel hurting him with young voters. Because young voters, it turns out, Democrat voters are anti-Semites. They're genocidal anti-Semites like the Nazis while they call everybody Hitler. A little bit ironic. I've been saying for many years they have no sense of irony. Yet another example. The National Review with the story. Half of young Americans say Israel should be, quote, ended and given to Hamas, end quote. That's a new poll, and it is uh, more than half of young Americans, that'd be Democrats, who are marching around with uh, Palestinian pattern surgical masks on their faces, chanting, you know, death to the Jews, or what is it, from the river to the sea. This is genocide. Palestine will never walk alone. Yeah, sure. End the occupation. This is uh, Democrat Party stuff. David Zimmerman wrote the story for National Review. Roughly half of young Americans say that Israel should be ended and given to Hamas and the Palestinians amid the ongoing war, uh, despite continuing support for a Jewish state among older Americans. I'm a Zionist. I'm pro-civilization. The uh, younger people raised by leftists are pro Genocide and war, because that's what the left brings to everything. While 51% of 18 to 24-year-olds in the United States of America want Israel to lose to Hamas, that sentiment decreases significantly among the higher age brackets uh, in the monthly Harvard-Harris poll. 31% of 25 to 34-year-olds, um, 20 of 35 to 44-year-olds, and 15% of 45 to 54-year-olds, 13% of 55 to 64-year-olds. And only 4% of Americans age 65 and older say Israel should be wiped out. (laughs) This is not something that you would have seen in a poll just a few years ago. But with the boycott divest and sanction movement, the BDS movement, which is a virulently anti-Israel movement, having taken taken root on college campuses long ago because of leftists, because the Palestinians are brown, therefore they're victims, and they're going to cut your head off, but uh, that's okay because they're the victims. And the Jews, who they've determined are white, that makes them the bad guys, the brown people are the victims, never mind the savagery 
the murder, the kidnap, the rape, never mind all of that. Just extraordinary. But 51% of 18 to 24-year-olds want Israel to lose to Hamas. That's a pretty amazing number. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Man, that's just uh, great. So the younger people now, 81% of Americans still support Israel over Hamas, but you get your younger people and they want to kill the Jews. They should be wearing armbands. Last week we were designing armbands for them. Michael, are they wearing the armbands yet? We should, uh, we should get them. Maybe we should make them and sell them at the Chris Plant store. You could give them as gifts uh, just in time for Christmas for the too late for Hanukkah for the left-wing Democrats across the United States of America. Just amazing. Mm, 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 mm. Extraordinary. You bet. 51% of 18 to 24-year-olds say, end Israel, give it to a radical Islamic terror group. They don't know a lot about history, uh, don't know much biology. Sorry, I slipped into song lyrics there. <laughs> so we got we got that. Now, that's the reality. That's the, the Harvard-Harris poll. Uh, in the meantime, of course, the radical left-wing Politico, an extremist group posing as a newspaper, has the headline today, DOJ, that's the Department of Justice, but we all speak in abbreviations and acronyms now. We all work for the government now. DOJ meets with Arab-American groups over canceled meetings in major hotel chains. The Department of Justice is getting involved. And they got CARE, the Council on American-Islamic Relations, the unindicted co-conspirators in the Holy Land Foundation trial. They're a front group for radical Islam. Arab American and Muslim civic organizations recently met with Justice Department officials to raise concerns about a series of events canceled by major hotels in the weeks following October 7th and the Hamas attacks. No, it was the, it's the Jews' fault. I just saw in the Harvard-Harris poll. The organizations aired their concerns during a one-hour Zoom meeting with the Department of Justice Deputy Director, as well as three lawyers with the Department of Justice Civil Rights Division. They want to prosecute people and put the enemies of the state in jail. And three staffers, according to details of the meeting, shared exclusively with Politico. There was probably an exchange of sex of some kind. A spokesperson for the Department of Justice declined to comment. Sure, wink, wink. So they got that going. Now, it's great stuff. The leaders of the organizations told the Department of Justice the hotels claimed that they had received threatening calls and threatening messages, which was the reason cited for canceling the events. The Arab-American groups say the hotels, which include Hyatt, Hyatt. Now, this is kind of fun because the governor of Illinois is J.B. Pritzker, and the Pritzker family owns the entire Hyatt Hotel chain. So if he were a Republican, that would be a part of the story, but he's a left-wing radical Democrat, a corpulent one at that. Includes Hyatt, Marriott, and Hilton Hotel chains haven't offered specifics about the safety concerns. They, uh, they You can't believe them because they got that going. Now, with uh, that said... Gosh, why would there be any concerns? I don't, I don't understand. And they talk about how it's, it's like 2001 all over again. Oh, you mean after radical Islamic jihadis murdered thousands of Americans in the United States by hijacking airliners and slashing throats with box cutters 
and then crashing the planes into buildings full of people. Is that it? One of the spokesmodels, Haddad, was at the meeting with the Department of Justice. It feels a lot like 2001. Yeah, you're right, it does. Thanks for reminding us of that. Because radical Islam is still on the march, and they're still savage, bloodthirsty troglodytes from hell who must be hunted and killed like the savages that they are before they murder again. Just, you know, just saying. So, uh, but that's it. It feels like 2001 all over again. Yeah, yeah, you're right. There's, uh, there's something true in what you've said. Now, let's go to the Democrats marauding through New York. Let's go to soundbite number one. Pro-Hamas anti-police protesters. Now, these were mostly women, mostly wearing Palestinian headdresses and scarves around their necks and uh, things. And they're chanting, NYPD, you can see you imprison children too, just like the Jews. See, that's what they're chanting. NYPD, we know you. NYPD, we know you. Chanting. You and children, it's the, they're chanting against the NYPD. So the NYPD opened fire and killed 42 of them. It was very sad, very sad indeed. All right, that didn't happen. But they're, uh, they're anti, and they're Hamas, and they're dressed like Hamas, and they look like they're from the Middle East, and they're mostly women, and they'd be used as cannon fodder in the Gaza, and I think they should be given free transport there to help out with the cause. And uh, NYPD... Uh, uh, we see you. What is that like? A game of peekaboo? Were they peeking through their their uh, burkas to see NYPD? We see you because most of you are pretty covered up. We can't see much of you. You imprison children too. Well, when they shoot people occasionally, but usually in New York they just let them go anyway. That's uh, the left. And and what, what's this rhyming stuff? Are you people all? Um, I I have to keep myself from using the word morons. I'll just say morons. Um, Are you people all, and uh, that's that's a rhetorical question, of course. The the mob in New York chanting. They're they're, uh, uh, NYPD, KKK, IDF, Israeli Defense Force. They're all the same. There is a great war coming to the planet Earth. Um, a massive war is at our front door. And a great many of the enemies live among us, the enemies of civilization. And I, I do not relish having to say that, but it has become abundantly clear. Now, there was a mob. Alec Baldwin is an actor. And he shot and killed that lady on the set of that movie. Is that movie coming out? Because they said they're going to go back and finish it. It's called Rust. They might change its name to, like, Death or something. But uh, Alec Baldwin is an actor. He was good in that movie Hunt for Red October. That was a good movie. And uh, the last time I agreed with him was a couple of lines in Hunt for Red October. But here he is, and it's on the cut sheet here that Michael Piercy has produced. It says, actor slash manslaughterer Alec Baldwin because he wanted to make sure I knew which Alec Baldwin we were talking about on the the audio cut sheet 
as it is known in the biz. And here's Alec Baldwin. He was trying to make his way through a mob of, of uh, virulent anti-Semites, also known as Democrats. And they're a mob. And they were what were they attacking? He was on his way, allegedly, to teach a class in acting, not in shooting. He doesn't, he doesn't teach a class in shooting. But he teaches a class in acting. Marksmanship is not his thing. Gun safety, he doesn't teach that course. Somebody else teaches that. But he, uh, the manslaughter, he finds himself caught up in the mob, and naturally he didn't curse as much as he cursed at his little daughter uh, on the phone. But he, uh, he was cursing up a little bit because they were blocking his way, and it's like, don't you know who I am? And then because there was yelling and shouting going on back and forth, four members of the NYPD in full uniform showed up and surrounded Alec Baldwin, and then he had armed security, a phalanx of armed security. Then he was free to be even more belligerent and arrogant because the mob didn't tear him limb from limb and throw the pieces in trees. Uh, he uh, he's talking about uh, you know I'm in Hollywood I'm in it's, and and because don't you know who I am and you can't he can't harass me in a in a mob sure we can we're we're the mob we can do what we want and Alec Baldwin we had uh, we had to bleep uh, portions of it out because you know he was cursing and stuff. Alec Baldwin clashes with pro-Palestinian demonstrators. Pro-Palestinian demonstrators. New York City police were seen escorting actor Alec Baldwin after he appeared to be um, in a conflict. And NBC fake news actor Alec Baldwin gets into heated confrontation with pro-Palestinian protesters. They are, it's a, they say, demonstrators. They're demonstrating their brain damage is what they're doing. In Manhattan, Manhattan is not a place to go anymore. They've murdered Manhattan. They're murdering Washington, D.C. and Seattle and Portland and San Francisco and Los Angeles and Chicago. The left is here. Alec Baldwin escorted by police after heated confrontation. And um, that's everybody uses the same terminology in all the headlines. Heated, heated confrontation. That's the uh, thing. Uh, Alec Baldwin. The, uh, now the, the mob there, they start to recognize. I mean, it's New York and it's a circle fest and a hot tub. So they're like, oh, can I have sex with you? Will you not shoot me? Now, one guy's yelling at him, but you killed somebody. You know that. I think he knows that. Yeah, he's wearing that. Not that there were any consequences or anything because, you know, it's a Hollywood thing. You wouldn't understand. There it is. And uh, But you killed somebody, one guy says. You know that. And then Alec Baldwin uh, assures them that he wants peace for Gaza. But no electricity. He didn't say that uh, they deserve electricity or clean water. No, but I want peace for Gaza. No, but I want peace for Gaza. 
Yeah. Well, Michael Pierce and I are often remind of the, reminded of the classics um, in a lot of different circumstances. And, and Team America World Police certainly provided us with uh, an abundance of classic moments. You are worthless, Alec Bowen. You are worthless, Alec Bowen. You failed in every way, and now my stock in you has fallen. Your career is dying, and you're worthless, Alec Bowen. That's why I blew your head off, and your children are all boring. Kim Jong Un. Actually, that was Kim Jong Il, wasn't it? That was before Un took over. And now the Democrat Party's theme song, Lola. Yes, sir. Right, I got Joe Biden poll numbers for you. Um, why are the Democrats raising these genocidal anti-Semites? Where did that come from? Oh, yeah, the left. They love death more than we love life. U.S. Army having a problem with recruits these days. Harvard University. And an update on the sex tape off of Capitol Hill. We're at 888-630-9625. Hey, it's Chris Plant. Excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. I got another one that CNN and the Washington Post won't tell you about. A transgender person who is a man posing as a woman and an LGBTQ activist of some repute in Philadelphia has been arrested and charged with raping two minor boys under the age of 13. And a big Democrat Party celeb in Philadelphia, an extraordinary story, described as a black trans woman, meaning a man. And... uh, Kendall Stevens is the name of the person, a man posing as a woman, raping boys under the age of 12, two of them charged with a whole slew of crimes. I assume the Democrats will run him for office now. So many, so many Democrat stories. Mayor Bowser of our nation's capital the Washington, D.C. mayor, uh, we are a disgrace to civilization itself, honestly. Um, they had the Christmas tree lighting event in Washington, D.C. last night, and it was mobbed by radical left-wingers who, uh, it would be fair to say, disrupted the event and then some because the Democrat Party has raised a violent mob of mental dwarves who are terrorizing the world. And Mayor Bowser was so incapable of coping with the situation that she started singing like an idiot. And uh, honestly, a friend of mine moved to Belize a while back, 
and he keeps sending me stories and text messages. See, and this is and this is another example of what the Democrat Party is doing to Western civilization. Good evening, everybody. Hey, it's Christmas and happy, tree. Happy, happy holidays to you. Happy, happy holidays. Happy, happy. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. This is Thank the, you. This is the pro-Hamas. Pro-Hamas pro-terrorist. These are our DC values. Yeah. We pro-genocide. respect one another. We love one another. And we stand side by side with each other. All evidence to the contrary. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. You need fire hoses. We would like our guests to respect the D.C. residents who are here. You would like that. Cease fire Imam now. Abdul Malik, join me. Abdul Malik Rabbi should join. Goldstein, join me. Rabbi Goldstein, it's the Christmas Reverend tree. Dr. Wilson Brown, join me. Yeah. D.C. residents, join me. There are no news stories. The media didn't even cover it. Join me. It's not in the paper. We are in a world certainly with difficult times. We are with difficult times. Cease fire now. This little light of mine. Now she's going to sing. I'm going to let it shine. She's going to let it shine. This little light of mine. She's got a little light. I'm going to let it shine. She's going to let it light shine. This little light of mine. She's pounding the podium. I'm gonna let it shine. Does she have a machete? Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. She's gonna let it shine. They, uh, I'm not sure they ever lit the Christmas tree there. She's got the rabbi and the, and the imam and their, their light. Then. And then the uh, genocidal anti-Semites show up. And there's pick a side, genocide or... Cease fire or genocide. That's what it's genocide. They don't. They use the words, but they don't know what they mean. So that was supposed to be the Christmas tree lighting ceremony at the John Wilson building. John Wilson was a city council member that killed himself, committed suicide, and then they named the building after him because they know how to pick their role models. You know, that's, uh, that's your Democrat party. Mayor Bowser, Mayor Muriel Bowser, and that was in Washington, D.C., this is uh, what the Democrats have done. This is a Democrat, Democrat city. This little light of mine. Oh my God. I'm gonna let it shine. She's a little too close to the microphone. She doesn't know how to, doesn't know how to do that. And uh, speaking of Democrats, this is an amazing story out of Philadelphia. Kendall Stevens, Kendall Stevens, arrested. Colon. That's an aptly placed colon there. Prominent LGBTQ activist in Philadelphia accused of raping two young boys. Now, it's an LGBTQ activist who is a man who says he's a woman and wears a wig. And the Philadelphia LGBTQ activist has been arrested and charged for allegedly uh, they love allegedly, don't they? You, you gotta, every time you reference a Democrat, you should say allegedly. 
My cousin, who's a Democrat, is allegedly coming over for dinner, where he's allegedly going to eat dinner, and then he's allegedly going to leave. Allegedly. That's it. So the Philadelphia LGBTQ activist has been arrested and charged with allegedly raping two minors. Boys, naturally. Court documents show Rachel, excuse me, Kendall Stevens, 37 years old, was arrested Monday and had a preliminary arraignment in Philadelphia Municipal Court. Court documents show Stevens was charged with rape, involuntary, deviant sexual intercourse, unlawful contact with minors, corruption of minors, unlawful contact with minors, a second count, indecent assault against people less than 13 years of age, obscenity to minors, endangering endangering the welfare of children. Details of the allegations against Stevens have not yet been released. I'm sure they'll be great when they are, though. In August of 2020, Stevens, comma, a black trans woman, comma, meaning a man, was the victim of a hate crime. That made big news at the time. I remember it because, you know, it's a terrible, mean country, and these poor, innocent, transgender people are victims of hate crimes all over the place. And an assault inside her, meaning his, South Philadelphia home, see? And uh, Tymesha Waring was convicted in February February of aggravated assault and conspiracy to uh, take her role in the home invasion and uh, group assault of Stevens. Waring was also convicted of hate crimes. That's why the media loved it, which are considered uh, summary offenses in the city. That's uh, wonderful stuff. So here is the 37-year-old transgender, a man, and the news media calls him a woman, and he raped two boys under the age of 13 because the prominent Philadelphia Democrat, LGBTQ plus activist, um, you know, likes to rape little boys. That's the thing about that. And uh, speaking of that, let's update ourselves on Capitol Hill. See? (laughs) See how that goes together. These are words that go together well. Amazing stuff. You know, um, Seth Myers on late night TV last night, Michael uh, pulled the joke, uh, made a joke about the sex in the Hart Senate office building, the Hart 216. I know the, the hearing room well. I've covered many hearings there over the years. And uh, Seth Myers did a little joke, at, and it, at, it, it almost approached humor. A Senate staffer was fired over the weekend for allegedly filming a sex tape inside a committee hearing room. It's the first allegedly. time anyone in that room has ever come together. I'm not sure if that play on words actually works, but uh, what do I know? That's uh, not a thing then. Now, the senator in question is from Maryland, and he's a troll. And he hired this guy, and now he's pretending you never met him. Like, I uh, hired him as a staffer in his office, and now he's, pre- he's uh, we got, uh, there are pictures of the, the staffer with Joe Biden uh, smiling and, and hugging, and, and, uh, and, uh, and it's Joe Biden. because And, you know, keep in mind that, that Democrat mayor of College Park, Maryland, who visited the White House many times and a close personal friend of Pete Boot Edge, Edge, and he was thrown into prison, although the media stopped covering it. The College Park mayor, the mayor of College Park in Maryland, he um, he was convicted on like 60-something counts of distributing and possessing 
gay child porn. Child, They love child porn, don't they? The, in kids' school libraries and things, too. So here's Ben Cardin. He's walking outside the Capitol, and somebody dared ask him a question about it. It's a breach of trust. Uh, it's my understanding Capitol Police is doing an investigation. It's a personnel issue. So we clearly will be... I'm not going to comment on the personnel issue, and it's under investigation. Personnel. It's a pers- I couldn't possibly comment on the personnel issue uh, because, you know, it's uh, it, Washington is so full of weasels and snakes. Oh, well, it's an ongoing investigation. The Trump investigation has been ongoing for like seven years, and uh, they couldn't possibly couldn't possibly comment on it because, you know. So there's Ben Cardin walking along. And then Manu Raju from CNN showed up, and and he had more questions for Senator Ben Cardin. I think they're old friends. They're all Democrats. These are personnel issues that I won't talk about publicly as to how we handle personnel. How about privately? Did you books, the, the room at the time? I, I, don't, I don't know the details. Yeah, how did he get in there? I don't know the details. Do you, what was this stuff like? Is not, it... I, my knowledge of this uh, was over the weekend when I learned about it. Made sure that he was separated. So he left uh, from what? employment. And that... Uh, the appropriate steps were taken from the point of view of our office. Did he exhibit any unusual behavior while he was working in the office? I would not be the right one. I, I, For example, very well, or? I, I would have to ask. The, the, How well? These are personnel issues, and uh, I would not be the right person. I'd... Yeah, I'm just his boss. I just hired him. He just worked for me every day. I, I would be the wrong person to ask about any of this. How did How did he get in there? Yeah, how did he get in there? What do you think? What do you think he meant by that? I'm not sure what he meant by that. Um, yeah, how did he get in there? That's the uh, that's the thing. Uh, also, we learned that uh, I know there's uh, there's a uh, <laughs> there is Alexandra Hoff. Let's go to Fox News. Alexandra Hoff. Um, now, one of the things to note about this is that they did this and made the video. Was there a third person in the room that made the video? I don't know the answer to that. I, I know you've watched the video again and again. <laughs> I haven't, but I think a third person made the video. I'm not certain, but I think that there was a third person that made the, and did they post it to any well-known porn sites? Because you know how a lot of Democrats like that, just like the, the former mayor of College Park in Maryland, who was a Democrat and a friend of Pete Buttigieg and visitor to the White House, the Biden White House, the disgraced former mayor of College Park is going to prison for 30 years. Patrick Wohan, sentenced way back when, to a 150 years behind bars with 120 years suspended after pleading guilty to dozens of child porn charges. And he's, uh, you know, a white guy um, and a uh, uh, friend of the Biden White House and Pete Buttigieg and stuff. And that was a pretty good deal. Got a 150-year sentence, but they suspended 120 years of it. That makes a lot of sense, right? But here's one of the things that I learned from Fox News this morning, and there, I think Capitol Hill reporter Alexandra Hoff, the Democrats tried to create a rumor that it was Republicans that had, because the rumor spread, uh-oh, somebody got caught doing, you know, gay porn on the dais in the Hart 216 hearing room, and 
the Democrats started a rumor immediately, because this is what they do, that it was Republicans, right? That it's got to be Republicans. And again, this was done on the Republican side, on the desks on the Republican side of the dais. And if I'm the Republican minority leader on this committee, I'm going to say, let's switch sides. We'll sit over there from now on, and you guys can sit over here from now on. What do you think? And the little lawyer lamps they have, they're going to put black lights. They're going to put black lights in the lawyer lamps so they can check. Here is Fox News reporter Alexandra Hoff on the Democrats trying to spread the false rumor that it was Republicans knowing all the while it was going to be Democrats. You know what's really interesting? When this first came out on Friday, I mean, there was a lot of buzz going in D.C. here. And initially there were some rumors that this was a Republican staffer. Of course, that meant that the uh, the tone was different coming from the left. Initially, wow. that quickly died out. Yeah, the tone, the tone was very different when the Democrats were spreading rumors that it was Republicans because then it would be a big story. And you find out it's Democrats, and it's not a big story anymore. That's how good it is. It's uh, to be a Democrat. They spread the rumors. They turn out to be false. No big deal. Uh, the news media is the most corrupt institution in America. Just extraordinary. Now let's, uh, we got a, a moment here. Let's do David Muir on ABC News. The good people at Media Research Center. Brent Bozell, um, Brent Baker, all the wonderful people at MRC. Uh, Media Research Center and Newsbusters, they they watch the news so we don't have to. David Muir last night on ABC World News Tonight. We turned out of the race for the White House and former President Trump campaigning in New Hampshire again using language uh, echoing Hitler. Tonight his Republican rivals have been forced to address this, the words being condemned as very dangerous given how they were used in recent history. In recent, not not too recent, but very da- and, and uh, not really the same, but that's okay. Very dangerous. And all Republicans are being called on to condemn this. All Democrats are not being called on to respond to anything because that never happens. To Joe Biden being severely mentally impaired. Democrats are not being called. To the, uh, you know, acts of uh, uh, sodomy in the video on the Republican side of the dais in the Hart 216 hearing room. All Democrats are not being called on to respond to that. Now, in fact, even his employer, Ben Cardin, he's done. He doesn't have to answer anything. Well, that's a that's a personnel issue. Pay no attention to that. But it's Hitler. Hitler's everywhere. And then they got back to calling for the, the extermination of the Jewish people. They call you Hitler. Then they behave like Hitler because, you know, whatever they accuse you of doing is what they're doing themselves. Yeah, how did he get in there? Let's take a phone call. Let's go to the nice people. Let's talk to Jeff calling from Hagerstown, Maryland. Jeff, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Uh Uh-oh. Hey, there you are. We found you uh, now. Okay, thanks, Chris, for taking my call. Um, I'm kind of wondering if these uh, college whiz kids on these uh, campuses screaming their lungs out about the uh, Team Hamas and all that, I wonder wonder if they realize that 
they're on the hit list too. I mean, these people hate everybody. I mean, they don't want to stop. They just don't want to stop over there in Gaza. They they want to take over the world, if I remember correctly. Well, and they one of my favorites, Jeff, is the LGBTQ people out there protesting for Hamas who would hang them from cranes and chant Allo Akbar around them while they squirmed. Um, there are a lot of ignorant young people in the United States of America, and, and them chanting and cheering for Hamas, I think, uh, proves their, their incredible ignorance, their almost unbelievable, fantastical ignorance. And the LGBTQ marchers, and this has been commonplace, uh, coming out in support of Hamas is like Jews for Hitler and babies for Planned Parenthood. It just makes no right. sense at all. But they're ignorant as hell, aren't they, Jeff? Um, Chris, like you said, every day is an IQ test. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fact. Please try to compete, um, I always say, is the second part of that. And these people are not competitive in the IQ arena, are they? Uh, not even, not even a breath. <laughs> <laughs> not yeah. even close. It is extraordinary. But the anti-Semitism, which is, I've never seen anything like it. And I don't, nobody in America has ever seen anything like it. They are the Klan and there are thousands of them and they're young and they call themselves liberals. It's a, um, yeah, it's something that, uh, it, it, it certainly boggles the mind of the, uh, at least the, so half a brain that I have, and uh, I think that's a pretty good percentage. <laughs> All right, Chris, thanks for taking my call, buddy. You bet, Jeff. Thanks very much. Have a great American day. Yeah, you're a Democrat party. All right, we still got a whole bunch more coming up because we've got another full hour of uh, very important news and information to share with you. Joe Biden's poll number is causing a some kind of a sexual panic on the Democrat party. <laughs> The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.